Hello, my name is Helen Goss and I'm a partner with Boyce Turner. This is one of a series of podcasts that focuses on coaching. In this podcast, we're going to talk about team coaching, which is a very popular and well-regarded business tool. Um, There's no doubt that in the past 10 to 15 years, coaching has gained serious credibility in the business world with very serious people coaching and being coached. I've been speaking to Steve Couch, a former partner with PwC accountancy firm, who is now a business coach with a master's degree from Henley Business School. Steve specialises in team coaching, so I asked him to explain exactly what it is. Team coaching is an intervention um, where a team coach will join a team and provide it with more awareness of what is going on within the team so that behaviours can be understood and those behaviours can be used for the benefit of the team. So what sort of thing would typically trigger in a team leader's mind that they're in a scenario where some team coaching would be beneficial to them? I think team coaching uh, can fulfil a range of needs. It's commonly used where teams come together and form and to help the team to understand more of the potential that each individual and the team collectively have. It's used when teams are in conflict or where they're stuck and can't see where to go next. It's also used with well-performing teams, high-performing teams, that are facing challenges that they've recognised and are uncertain about how they're going to make the changes that are necessary to meet those challenges. I think it's really interesting, isn't it, that coaching isn't just about poor performance, is it? It's, it's about also high-achieving teams being just that little bit better or being able to improve in a, in a certain direction, taking them from a really good team to an absolutely fantastic team. Do you have experience of coaching in both scenarios? Yes, I have. Um, so I've worked with high-performing teams um, that are really looking to focus on what they need to do differently so that they can maintain that level of high performance, that recognition that they're high-performing teams. And there's work that's been done to demonstrate that teams that work with coaches do become high-performing teams more quickly and sustain that practice. Working with teams where there are more difficulties going on, maybe there's some conflict, um, is also important because it allows team members to, first of all, recognise their purpose Often they've lost sight of their purpose because they've got too much emotion invested in their own individual positions. And allowing exploration of what those positions are, hearing the team members, working through what the team wants to do together to meet its purpose is also important. How does team coaching work? A typical team coaching engagement would start by understanding what the team wants to achieve, talking through with the team what their objectives are, understanding maybe some of the differences in focus that team members have, but coming to a point where we have some focus for the team. One of the things you can do there is to distinguish between individual's focus and team purpose. So there's clarity about what the team is trying to achieve as distinct from the individuals who are members of the team. Once the team has decided the objectives it wants to achieve through team coaching, then the team coach will help through that process by observing what is happening, by feeding back 
what he or she sees by listening to what is going on within the team and encouraging other people to display more active listening as well to stop people talking over one another to stop people going through their own agendas rather than the team's agenda to notice what is being displayed unconsciously through body language and through other behaviors it could be as simple as where people are positioning themselves around a room that's actually not helping the team rather than helping the team so if the hr director is trying to sell the benefits of team coaching to the person who holds the purse strings what are you going to say are the potential benefits of team coaching to an organization one of the things i think is particularly important for teams is to understand themselves more and reflection on how they are working together what their purpose is how things are changing how that's influenced by changes in what their stakeholders are looking for from them all of those become very relevant issues particularly in the current climate to have agreement and understanding on what the team is doing and how it can do it with more capacity deploying more of what's available within the team so to the hr director i would say what percentage do you think your team is performing at at the moment what are the gaps that stakeholders are experiencing in what they want from the team how can the team act with greater understanding and awareness of the changing needs that it needs to meet you have mentioned that some teams have um conflict within the the team so what would you say was the crossover with mediation in in terms of trying to resolve that perceived conflict i think mediation um is another opportunity to intervene and in some cases it'll be a more appropriate opportunity to intervene um for me mediation um shares with team coaching the need to understand the need to display that you're listening to different points of view team coaching is likely to be more focused on the outcome that the team is trying to achieve because there is an imperative for the team if it's going to carry on to achieve that objective however difficult that may be and that for me may not be the case in mediation would you say then that with team coaching there's a crossover with team leadership training yeah it's an interesting question i think there there is a link between team coaching and uh, team leadership coaching and um, there's certainly similarities in what you're trying to achieve um but team leadership almost by definition will be focused on um the leadership challenges that an individual has both in terms of looking at his or her herself and understanding more about behaviors and how those can be applied to the business challenges the team coaching will look at the potential and capacity within the team to do different things maybe team coaching will recognize that there's a need to bring another skill another skill set into the team to achieve new targets new objectives new meet new challenges whereas team leadership you are more focused on the individual i know that you specialize in team coaching and in pre-covid-19 times then there are many teams who are technically virtual teams because they may be in different um countries and working together um but certainly now a lot of teams are virtual teams because of the requirement to work from home so um what are the challenges of team coaching virtual teams the difficulties that are specific to team coaching is 
cultural difference becomes very much more apparent when you're working with international teams. And one thing I've noticed is that because people are not traveling at the moment, because people are not meeting up collectively in the same place, cultural difference may be more exaggerated because people are sitting in their own homes. And the need to allow for cultural differences means that, for example, a team coach need to be more involved in opening people up, making sure that everybody's had their say and that their say is valued. Or alternatively, making sure that there's a polite balance in the conversation. Are you able to give us some anonymous examples, Steve, of some team coaching that you've done recently where there were perhaps some challenges and some real wins? Yeah, I was asked to work with um, a team in a charity, which will become a relevant um, fact in a minute. Um, and this charity team uh, was really made up of um, seven different people working in silos, a um, lot of individual um, responsibilities and very little that was being done as a team. And they wanted to change to working more as a team. So we explored what was going on within the team, why this was not happening, and different people gave different reasons for this. But one of the things that became apparent was that most of the team members were very creative and they wanted to be creative within their own space. And there were comments from team members about how much more effective it would be if they were sharing knowledge of what one another were doing, which was helpful in terms of taking shortcuts within the team thereby speeding things up. But the bigger revelation was this creativity was causing them real difficulty in meeting their measurable objectives. And we discovered that there was one member of the team who was passionate about meeting objectives. And because of the amount of creative energy within the team, her role was being underplayed. And the outcome was that there was greater recognition of the value of her role for the team overall, and also greater recognition of the discipline she could bring to the team in making sure that they were working more collaboratively. Sometimes, Steve, there's a, a cynic um, amongst the team that you're coaching. How do you deal with that cynic who, who really is not on board with the concept of team coaching? The most important thing is to understand the cynic's perspective, um, to understand what is the cause of the cynicism, what is the difficulty with the cynicism. And there typically comes a point where there's a revelation of what is causing the cynicism. And that's often not anything to do with what's going on in the team or the starting point, or it may be some unresolved issue that dates back a long way. The team coach will also aim to support the other team members who are working with this cynicism by encouraging trust, by making sure that contributions are allowed time to form and are properly listened to. And this process will typically lead to a re-examination by the team member who's cynical of why they're being cynical, but maybe more importantly, how that cynicism is detracting from the overall team performance. What about the future of team coaching? What do you think is going to happen next with this? I think the use of team coaching will grow um, in the future. Um, at its core, I think that team coaching offers a Generation X perspective on uh, team leadership that is different to the baby boomer perspective that 
is probably beginning to work its way out of the employment market. And what that means is that some of the behaviours that we see in Generation X, greater curiosity, greater inquiry, greater understanding of the value of each individual contribution, less reliance on superhero leaders, means that we'll be working much more in teams. I think the operational unit of a lot of business now is the team rather than the individual. And exactly in the same way as individuals have been coached in the past to achieve more of their potential, we'll see the same for teams. And that may be an intervention that happens over a six-month period, and then the team feels sustainable to use team coaching behaviours. It may be something that comes back from time to time. That was business coach Steve Couch. Please do get in touch with us and share your thoughts and views because we'd really like to create a community of people who are interested in coaching and how it can actually benefit their organisations. The best way to do that is via our website, boysturner.com. Look out for more podcasts from us on the subject of coaching. And in the meanwhile, thank you so much for listening. Goodbye.